Hi, welcome to Tis Talk. Welcome to Tis Talk. This is a podcast coming from Tisbury, Wiltshire and surrounding villages. I'm Julianne Murphy. And I'm Mary Myers. This is the week beginning the 30th of October. What have you been up to this week? I know you've been on holiday. Yes, I was on holiday, Mary, and that was very lovely. Uh, but with my Tiz Talk hat on, I talked to a very interesting man this week called Sean Moran, fundraiser extraordinaire, and I think we'll have that on next week's show. I talked to Sean Moran last night, as it happens, at the art festival oh. at the New Vic, and that was a lovely evening. Um, all sorts of artists... From the very expensive to the cheaper end, could say. And it was Charlie Greenwood entertaining us with a bit of blues and jazz singing, which is lovely. And, and a we, good turnout? It was good, full of people. And we had bubbly and canapes and got a bit of a hangover this morning. But it was worth it. It was very nice. Good. Do your youngsters use the skate park? Mary talks to the lady we can thank for having the original idea. Well, every time somebody wanted money on the parish council to do some scheme or other, I always kept saying, don't forget the skate park. I was like a little terrier. Then we go down to Messams, who've gone all heavy metal with an artist working in iron. I just love it. Mm. I don't know that I could buy a bit of it and put it in my garden. And then, hallelujah! We have a report from the Handel concert at Warder Chapel. And we end, as usual, with the What's Ons. start with Mary talking to the delightful Pan Chave, a woman recently retired after 50 years working as a secretary to the Arundel Trust. I'm with Pam Chave in her lovely house with a gorgeous view on Weebland Road and thank you very much for coming on the programme Pam. Now tell us, you've just handed over being the secretary of the Arundel Trust after how many years? 53. Right. Amazing. So tell us how you got involved in the first place and what the Arundel Trust is, actually. I first became involved when I was approached by Dr Kennedy um, because he knew I had secretarial skills. It's for the relief of need. And more or less, anybody who's sick or needed help, mm. help in the home, um, washing machines for older people that in the, in those days not everybody had washing machines and mm. uh, and also the other thing was helping uh, anybody going to do an apprenticeship like somebody going into the um, motor trade or, and, and needing a set of tools so things like that people going to university could get help for, for any books they needed and and then girls that were going into nursing could get help with the nursing or any other thing that's needed equipment that they can't afford to pay for. For their education. For their education. Mm. 
When was it that you started? 1960. And so you say it's for the relief of those in need. Can yes. you give any, I mean, don't say any names, no. or unless <laughs> it was a very long time ago, but can you give us some examples of people who've, who've well, been helped? Well, at the very beginning, um, I can remember having, Dr Kennedy's wife was one of the trustees, and um, he always used to give her a long list of people who needed coal for the winter. That was before the days of, of um, the fuel allowance and everything like that. Um, coal for people, yeah. or washing or, machines if they needed. Yes. Um, installing an Elson in a little cottage over at Donhead because the people were elderly and they didn't have to go up the back. A portable to, loo. Yeah, so they didn't have to go up to the outside loo up in the garden. Mm. Um, yeah, things have changed a lot since then, haven't they? <laughs> Certainly, yeah. Yes. Do you think that there's the same level of need now in Tisbury as, as there used to be? There are really some that really do need a help. Mm. Um, and I have been round the schools and given letters out because um, you know, school trips school, they're they're quite expensive for children. For if you've got a family. Mm. We've always been in touch with the schools, but recently we've had nothing come through. I mean, they just, I, whether it's the change of staff and people forget. You mean you haven't had many applications through the schools? No. Do you think there's quite a lot of what they call fuel poverty? Yes, I think there is. Yes. I mean, what, what's, what would you say has been the greatest change you've seen in Tisbury all your life? Well, there's a lot more people now, and there's a, less lot shops. <laughs> more people, less shops. Yes. <laughs> what do you think of the innovation of the skate park? Does that affect oh, I, you? I, that came about because I had three little boys knock at my door not long after I joined the parish council. And they we used to have a strip out on the playing field here. And, and they said they wanted something better than that. Yes. yes. So I said, I'll do my best. And um, I said, you'll, but you'll probably have kids of your own by the time <laughs> yeah. it's done. Well, every time somebody wanted money on the parish council to do some scheme or other, I always kept saying, "What? Well, don't forget the skate park. I was like a little terrier. <sighs> and um, eventually, well, it happened. I, I didn't realise how instrumental you were in actually getting it done. Well, I, yeah, I just kept going. Yeah. I've I've been the one behind the scenes, if you know what I mean. Right, mm. getting things done. Pam, thanks very much for all that um, information. We've now got a few fun things. Uh, what gets you out of bed in the morning, Pam? Well, sometimes it's the cat, nice. Bluebell. Yeah, so she's always hungry. What's your favourite disc that you'd take to a desert island? Ooh. Oh, I tell you, I used to like Adge Cutler and the Wurzels. Sounds... Drink up your cider. <laughs> Okay, great, great. Um, what do you most like about Tisbury? Well, the friendliness, I think. I mean, I, I can go down the street and I can always see somebody I know. And if I don't know them, I always smile and say good morning. And how about dislike about Tisbury? What do you dislike about Tisbury? Things are untidy these days. Mm. There's hedges that grow over the pavements. <laughs> People do not cut their hedges back. They mm. do not tidy up mm. yeah just, just the gardens head. and hedges yeah gardens and hedges yeah mm. and what's your favorite local view oh well out of my bedroom window which which looks right over to water and woods and donhead and and tuckingham of course 
Lovely. And I always do my ironing upstairs and I've still got that lovely view. Oh, lovely. This is fun. <laughs> okay, now this is very quick fire. Dogs or cats? Well, both, because I've always had dogs and I... Now you've got a cat? cat. Yes, yeah. Tea or coffee? Oh, coffee. <laughs> Beer or wine? I don't like wine. Well, maybe it's cider. Cider, yes. <laughs> Football or rugby? Oh, I'm not really interested in sport. Okay. Now, for music, radios one, two or three? BBC. Oh. Do you listen to any any radio? Uh, Wiltshire Radio in the morning. Ah, okay. Wiltshire. So BBC Wiltshire. BBC Wiltshire. Great. And now you're on Tis Talk. Yes. Thank you very much. Adge Cutler and the Wurzels, especially for Pam Chave. Follow us on Instagram at TizTalk Radio. Ever heard of the artist Arthur Paley? Mary went down to Messams to talk to some art enthusiasts who love Paley's huge iron sculptures. Okay, so I'm here at the Albert Paley private view or sort of preview with Vanessa Everts. Right, nice to meet you. Thanks for coming on Tis Talk. It's a pleasure. And uh, we've both been just looking at the exhibition. What, what are your first impressions? I'm really excited to see the works up close. I watched a couple of weeks ago um, a lecture that Paley gave at MIT in 2016 um, that takes you through his career and his development as an artist and one thing he talks about is the plasticity of steel mm. and I wrote a book about iron called Living Iron uh, giving a talk about it here tomorrow Okay. Um, and uh, was really struck by the way he's used it as an expressive medium rather than something technical or practical. And it's nice to get up close and uh, see yeah, his techniques. Uh, it's not an easy material to work, so iron, yeah, quite clever. Can you describe, I mean, I know it's hard, mm -hmm. but can you describe his work to listeners? I would say, if you know Art Nouveau, Think of a rock and roll version of <laughs> Art Nouveau. Yeah. You kind of got it. It's from far away. Suddenly, his early works look very similar to those beautiful gates we know from Brussels or the entrances to underground stations in Paris yes. from early 20th century. And these, when you look at them up close, they have... They're more edgy and mm. uh, in some places maybe a little bit more aggressive. But at the same time, I'm looking at an arch, for example, here, which I find really romantic in a way. Yes, I'm Dutch. I'm based in The Hague. I lived in London for a long time. And have you come over especially for this exhibition? I have a little bit. I was here a few months ago and 
loved the gallery and yes. were talking to Johnny Messam yes. and he said we will have a, an exhibition of steel sculpture later this year and rang me and said would you like to come and talk so I said yes of course what would you like people to take away from this exhibition a sense of what I think of how much you can get out of one material right. by just I mean playing with it with a lot of fire and a lot of force in this case um, but yeah you can do a lot with something that seems simple Thank you very much. Pleasure. I'm Lavinia Dewar. And you live in? And I live in Don Head St Andrew. Right. And I come to Messam's regularly. Right. And I'm very impressed by this exhibition. And I brought with me a Vanessa Everts who's giving the talk tomorrow. And she's going to specifically talk about metal and rust, which is also interesting. She's written a book on this subject. So she's going to inform us all about the rust that's in, involved with all this lovely exhibition, right. which I'm looking forward to tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. Yes, so how do you know Vanessa? Vanessa is a very old friend. Mm. My family have known Vanessa's family for five generations. My mother was at school in Switzerland with Vanessa's granny. Oh, and we've always been friendly oh, ever nice. since. And um, so you regularly come to events here at Messon's, do I do, I do, yes. and I've loved all of them. I think this venue is so absolutely spectacular. It is amazing. We're very, very lucky to have it. And I think Johnny does a marvellous job yes. to gather us all in and get us all interested in art, yes. which perhaps we might not have an opportunity to enjoy yes. if it weren't for Johnny and this marvellous place. A word about the actual artist, Arthur Paley? The artist, I'd never heard of him before, yes. and I, look, I googled him and I've started to learn about him, and I'm so impressed, so impressed. This is a form of art I'm not terribly familiar with, mm. so this is a bit of a learning curve for me, mm. but I just love it. I don't know that I could buy a bit of it and put it in my garden, but... Um, it might set you back quite a bit. It might set money. me back, yes, it might set me back quite yes, a bit. Yes. So it's a bit out of my range. But I'm, I'm going to come back again and again to look at this, and every time I shall come, I'm going to see new things. So you'd recommend it to people in Tisbury to come and Very much look so, at this yes. Every generation, I think, would be inspired by this exhibition. I think it's really? absolutely magnificent. Tisbury's on the map. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you very, very much. And the Arthur Paley exhibition that's on at Messam's, Heavy Metal and the Art Nouveau, started on the 14th of October and runs to the 14th of January 2024. Tis Talk, a podcast from Tisbury on tistalk.buzzsprout.com. Last Sunday up at Wardour Chapel, the Cherubin Music Trust put on a lovely concert of Handel's music with many volunteers from the local community taking part. All of this was organised by Maxwell Steer for the Trust. Mary was there for the dress rehearsal and talked to some of the singers, musicians and volunteers. I've just collared John Reed, who is here, and he's one of the singers. So what are you getting out of this weekend, John? 
It's an opportunity to sing something interesting locally with uh, with you know, local musicians, and uh, there are some there's some musicians coming in who are of extraordinary quality. Actually, it's a chance to come and sing in ward or chapel, which is extraordinary. Yeah. Uh, yeah, quite lucky to have it on our doorstep. Yes, great. And what do you think of Handel? Handel is not a big fan of basses. The oh. bass lines are terribly high. Oh. But it's magnificent if you can uh, if you can get up there. You know, you, you get as far as the Hallelujah chorus and go right. This is the last gasp, and right. uh, you're on your knees by the end of it. Right. But it's but it's great fun. What's your favourite piece that you're singing in today? Uh, the coronation anthem at the start is lovely. Great. Well, we'll look forward to hearing the real thing tonight. Thank you. Next, I spoke to Maggie Paul from Tisbury. I'm volunteering here for the Handel concert, oh, yes. which I've done in past years. Every time I've had a concert here, I've usually volunteered by, you know, taking tickets or handing out programmes or whatever. I really enjoy it. So, you know, I worked with um, Maxwell over the years at various venues where he's done concerts, and I, I think it's great. Yes. Really, really good. What do you think of the chapel here? I think it's superb. I mean, the acoustics are obviously tremendous, as we will probably hear from various bits today from Handel, and in particular, the Hallelujah Chorus, which is going to be yeah, a winner, I think. Really good. I also spoke to 19-year-old Esme, who was one of the musicians. What do you play? I play the French horn. Okay, you're not in the Ali Lulu chorus bit. No, I'm not apparently. <laughs> okay. Okay. What bits are you in? Um, I'm in uh, aria from Julius Caesar. There's a horn obbligato, which is quite an important part. Yes. Um, and then I'm in a couple of the other choruses. Okay. And you're a student? Yes, I am. I study at the Royal Northern College of Music in Manchester. So you're a cherubim young musician, are you? Yes, I am. So the horn that I play on um, is donated, or I loan it from the Cherubim Trust. How long have you had that instrument for? Only since May of this year, um, but yeah, I've had loads of success with it. I'm really enjoying playing on it. Because I'm still quite early in my studies, um, having this instrument to work with for the next five years has been really helpful just so that when I do eventually buy an instrument, I know exactly what I want and it's kind of, um, yeah, been a really nice stepping stone for me into kind of professional instruments. Right. And can I ask how old you are? Yeah, I'm 19. And what do you plan to do after this phase of studies? Um, I'd like to probably not work as an orchestral musician, but work in the kind of music sphere, whether that's um, in arts management or I'm also into conducting. So, yeah, trying lots of different things out. Esme, I know you've come down from Manchester for this and you've stayed with Rosie yeah. locally. What do you think of Tisbury? It's been such a lovely little escape from the city to come down here for the weekend. Um, yeah, everyone I've met is really lovely and the atmosphere. They've had lovely weather, so that's been really nice as well. It's been yeah. a bonus. Yeah. All right, thank you. <laughs> I also spoke to another local, Anne, who sang in the choir. I'm Anne Allinson, and I'm singing in the choir. I'm a top soprano and uh, had a wonderful weekend, physically exhausting, because of course your whole body sings with you, as it were, 
but it, it was wonderful, so enjoyable, and lovely people to sing with. Yes. And have you have you sung in these things before with Maxwell? I, not with Maxwell, but I've sung in choirs for years and years and years, right through from primary school, right through school, university, every, every, everywhere. Right. Really love singing, and yes. love, love singing in choirs. Tisbury needs music, and to have someone bring such music to a village like Tisbury is remarkable. It really is a remarkable achievement. And having Walder Chapel. Oh, this is beautiful. I mean, looking now at the ceiling and at the oil paintings and all, and of course, <laughs> seems strange that we were singing right in front of the altar. Actually, at one stage, if you felt a bit wobbly, you could hold on to the altar, <laughs> which is rather surprising. No, lovely, really lovely. Thank you very much. And we finish with the Watsons with Lal Pointer. Halloween leads into bonfire celebrations this week and there is plenty to get involved in and enjoy. On Tuesday, there is green drinks in the boot at 7.30. All are welcome to this informal get-together to chat all things environmental. On Wednesday the 1st of November, there is the Tisbus shopping outing to Salisbury. Tickets are £8. To book a space, email coordinator at tisbus.co.uk. Also on Wednesday, there is the weekly Tis Tots playgroup in the Methodist Hall from 10 to 11.30. This is for all babies, toddlers and their grown-ups and provides play, signing and craft activities together with tea, toast and fruit refreshments. This is a free session that welcomes donations. On Thursday, the Messam's Book Club will be discussing A History of Tom Jones with Catherine Milner and Primrose Campbell. This event starts at 6pm and is free, although Messam's kindly asks that you register interest before coming along. On Friday, there is a fireworks and bonfire celebration at St John's Primary School. Gates open at 5pm with hot food and drinks available. The firework display is at 6.30pm. An advanced family ticket available at both St John's School and Coffee Angels is £10, increasing to £12 if you buy it on the gate. And on Saturday, the country market is open in the Victoria Hall from 10 to 11, providing its usual seasonal produce, bread, cakes, plants and crafts. On Sunday, there is an illustrated talk on theatrical superstitions, myths and legends given by Wayne Newport at the Victoria Hall at 7.30pm. Doors will open from 7pm with a bar available. Tickets are £6. And that's it for this week. And don't forget, should you have an event coming up that you would like us to mention, please do let us know all about it by sending the details through to Tis Talk. You can contact us on tistalkradio at gmail.com. 
That's all from us. We've been Julianne Murphy and Mary Myers. And special thanks to contributors Keelan Pybos and Lal Pointer. 